Early one January morning in 2012, I received an international call from an unknown number. It was coming from the Dominican Republic, but I didn't know anyone in that country. I had never been there in my life. The voice on the line, however, was unmistakable. If you like pirates, meet me in New Jersey. The caller was John Chatterton, one of the heroes of my book, Shadow Divers, a true story about two weekend scuba divers who discover a World War II German U-boat sunk off the coast of New Jersey and their obsessive and deadly quest to identify the wreck. I hadn't spoken to Chatterton in more than a year, but knew his New York-tinged baritone right away. What kind of pirates, I asked. Seventeenth century. Caribbean. The real deal. Just the mention of pirates sat me straight up in my seat, but the timing for a trip from Chicago to New Jersey could not have been worse. It was snowing. I was researching a new book, and I was just winding down from the holidays. But I'd learned something from Chatterton the first time around. If there's a window to go, you go. An hour later, I was on I-94 headed east. Late that night, I pulled into Scotty's Steakhouse in Springfield, New Jersey. I hadn't seen Chatterton for three years, but he looked younger than I remembered. He was sixty now, but appeared in better shape than men half his age. He introduced me to his friend, John Matera, a man of about fifty with a broad smile and a Staten Island accent. I'd met Matera years earlier and remember he'd worked as an executive bodyguard. His arms still looked the part. We ordered drinks and caught up on family, then Chatterton got down to business. How much do you know about the golden age of piracy, he asked. As it turned out, I knew quite a bit. Years earlier, at a used bookstore, I'd picked up a tiny paperback called The Buccaneers of America by Alexander X. Kemelin, a true account of pirate life by a man who'd sailed aboard real pirate ships and had chronicled the exploits of Captain Henry Morgan. The book, considered a classic, couldn't have been more than 200 pages. I had paid $2 and taken it to lunch with me down the street. I never got to the food. Exkemelin's pirates were wilder than in any movie, more treacherous than in any novel. They conquered entire cities, devised ingenious methods for plundering, and struck terror into the hearts of their enemies, sometimes without raising a sword. By a single act alone, perhaps by eating the still-beating heart of a merchant captain who refused to surrender, they broadcast their reputations across oceans. Even their downtime was epic, so packed with debauchery and fast living it would have spun the heads of modern millionaire rock stars. And yet these pirates lived by a code of conduct and honor so far ahead of its time it made them nearly invincible. They also left no trail. Only one pirate ship had ever been discovered and positively identified in the centuries since the buccaneers prowled the oceans, the Widda, found in waters off Cape Cod in 1984. Nothing was harder to find underwater, or maybe in all the world, than a pirate ship. It was as if every trace of the buccaneers had disappeared. I read every pirate book I could find after devouring Exkemelin, asked at rare coin shops to see silver pieces of eight, and even drove cross-country to explore a museum exhibit on the Widda. So I knew about the Golden Age, which lasted from about 1650 to 1720. Good, Matera said, because we just spent a year living in the 17th century. For the next three hours, the men told me of their quest to find a great pirate ship, a journey filled with danger, diving, and mystery. 
They talked about researching the history of pirates in libraries and archives around the globe. They described using cutting-edge technology and tracking down ancient maps and manuscripts. They told stories about learning from wise elders and doing battle with cutthroats and rivals. And they told me about their search for a pirate captain more notorious than Blackbeard and more daring than William Kidd, a real-life Jack Sparrow, a man who'd been legend but whose story had been lost to time, the buccaneer Joseph Bannister. <laughs> 